Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Natural Health Report. This is Matthew David Hurtado, and today I have Dr. Michael, is it Lennox? Lennox? Lennox, yes. And Michael is a psychologist and also a dream interpreter, and you can find his work at dreaminterpretation.com. So I did a little bit of research, and one thing that I saw that was really cool is you talked about um, something that I'm very interested in that I've heard some other people mention, which is to be in a waking, lucid state. So I, I'm very excited about that, and maybe we can get into that in a minute, but let's just talk about some of the work that you do, um, Dr. Lennox, and how you got involved with the dream work. Sure, absolutely. Um, working with dreams is actually the first thing that ever really happened to me in my journey. I started working with dreams as a teenager. Um, in this kind of quirky way, I was curious about dreams as a kid. Uh, I happened upon Freud's interpretation of dreams as a teenager. I read it. I'm not sure I got it at 15, but I got at least this, that dreams could be interpreted for some kind of value and meaning. And as would happen in all social settings, whether you're an adult at work or a kid at school, people are constantly saying, I have And in those social settings, in high school, people would say, I had a dream, and I would say, hey, why don't you tell me your dream? Let's talk about it. And I, I had responses. I don't really know what it was I was saying to people back Because I had a gift. I had an intuitive gift, which I later, as an adult, sort of looked back and said, well, what is it that I'm doing? I, I actually had this television show um, on the Sci-Fi Network in 2003, and my manager said, Michael, you got to figure out what you're doing so you can talk about it or teach it to other people. And what it was was, it's real simple. <clears throat> Dreams are stories. Mm. They're stories told in a language. The language is made up of symbols. Of symbols. The meaning is based on what the thing is, what it does, what its use is, what its essence is. So it's, it's not like I know things that you don't.
kind of, you know, bravado uh, posture. Um, but then in my mid-30s, I, I, I was just so unhappy as an executive in the entertainment industry. I just felt like my soul was being eaten. Um, so without really knowing what I was going to do with it, I started grad school. And uh, by the time I was done, I had also been laid off for my last job, and I just dove into this idea of becoming a spiritual teacher and other aspects of the spiritual practice, and it just, the world sort of opened up and said, yes, we want that for you. Yeah. And everybody's had experiences with dreams, and oftentimes we, they, they make sense to us many times, but sometimes... We can have a recurring dream that happens for a long time, and we don't know what that means. So what do you recommend for somebody that's had a recurring theme, but they don't understand how to interpret that? Got it. So one of the truths for is everybody has one particular image that works very well for their own sort of psyche or their unconscious in stress. So for some people, the people that's being chased by an assailant, sharks is a big one. Um, uh, being, uh, uh, you know, falling is a big one for some people. What those dreams signify is a moment where life is feeling scary. And you, you sort of lock on a very economical way of saying, uh-oh, life is scary, I'm in a fear moment. It's like practice. You practice being in a danger mode. You practice feeling like you're overwhelmed. The thing about those scary, awful, recurring dreams is it seems like it's a, a bad moment if the guy's got a gun and he's running after you. But the fact is you wake up and you've succeeded. I know how to outrun an assailant. And then you get to go back to work and face that stressful experience having practiced what it's like to run away and save yourself. So it's like an... So the, the interpretation of the dream for me is less important than looking around at your life and saying, what is scaring me right now? What's overwhelming me right now? Why would this dream be coming up? It's got to be being triggered by some life event. What needs my focus? I like that. So you're getting you're getting behind the dream and you're getting into how you're actually feeling in that moment. So you're you're kind of tracing it yeah. back to that. Yeah. Now what about Yeah, they're yeah. like snapshots. Yes. What about uh what about lucid dreaming? What about when you start to gain control of your dreams? And if you can do that, I don't know, because I, I've lucid dreamed a few times, but I haven't gained full control. Um, what if you start to gain control of your dreams? Now, what is that all about? Okay. Let me first... Lucid dream envy. Because it's wildly fun, and it's a great feeling. And I have heard hundreds of dozens of people's examples of their experience with lucid dreaming. And I, myself, have only had a handful of experiences myself. I think that...
expecting yourself to have the experience. And often, if you do that in a very focused time with great consistency, you will begin to have lucid dream experiences. Now, the value piece is really the interesting question that you ask is that, well, why would we do that? Dreams are an interesting landscape. Life is an, is an interesting landscape inside of which anything can happen. They're really not that different, except that when we're in our dream state, we trust everything, we believe in everything, anything can happen, anything. everybody else is, is is on board with that. Um, so what do you have for tips and recommendations for people that want to be able to do what you can do? Great question. The first thing is um, you want to cultivate uh, an ongoing relationship with your dreams so that they uh, 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 become more vivid, more frequent, and more uh, available to you. So the way to do that is, number one, you got to put a recording device by your bedside. Hmm. In this day and age, it can be, you know, it can be your smartphone, you know, or a digital recorder. Of course, in the in the old days, we did it with pen and paper, and I think that's a great way to do it. So you put the pad next to your bed. More important than just having the ability to write down or record a dream when you wake up in the morning is... Go to the recording device no matter what. Write down on the dream journal or in the dream journal, gee, I didn't remember anything from last night, and then wait a moment. That's the linchpin. That's the key is not just waiting around for the inspired dream to come along that you'll remember because if, if you do that, you might be waiting a very, very long time for the big dream to come and, and stay in your memory. You want to tell your unconscious mind, signal your unconscious mind that you're interested in opening up that window. And once you've started um, cultivating more frequent and more vivid dreams that, that you then remember, I think the most important thing to understand is there's no right or wrong way to interpret a dream. Mostly, they just want your attention. So ruminating about a dream that you've had is of great value. Just thinking about it during the day, sharing it with another person probably escalates the value that you can get out of it a little bit. 
powerful thing that you can do with regard to interacting with the dream is to respond to it in some sort of creative manner. That the, the dream speaks to you in a language of irrational symbols, speak back to it, draw the dream, write a poem about the dream, you know, dance around your living room, acting the dream out. Do something in response to it that's creative and irrational. And it's like the your your unconscious mind says, Hey, he or she is paying attention. I wanna I wanna throw more, you know, fuel into that fire and your dream life will increase even more. That's great. So you're, yeah, you're engaging and putting your awareness on that aspect, and you're you're cultivating it and bringing it forth. I remember Reverend Ike said that you never meet anybody for the first time, and he talked about how oftentimes, you know, you may have a dream, and then somebody shows up in your life, and you recognize that that was the person from that dream. And I've had that happen myself, and they don't always look the same. But sometimes you get like this vision. It's like they would call maybe a prophetic vision. And all of a sudden, I know this person is coming. And then like three days later, they show up. Is it, is that pretty common? Are you are you still there? I'm here. Are you back? Oh yeah, did, I you, I must have uh, dropped. Um, did you, you didn't hear what I just said? I'd say take it, huh? I what I last heard was Reverend Ike saying, you know, you never meet somebody for the first time. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I have had dreams where I've met people in my dream, and then like a day later or three days later, they show up in my physical world. And I know it's them because, like you said, I feel it. I, that's the same person from my dream. Does that happen quite often? Well, here's what I really believe. Uh, it is happening quite often. It didn't always happen quite often. There's a thing that's talked about a lot in the New Age community. Um, I get very careful about how I talk about such things because you can speak into this in a way that's a little bit hooey-hooey and you know, too much magical thinking. But my actual experience is, over the last 20 years, intuitive experiences are increasing for people. They're, people are much more organically connecting to what I would call the thinning of the veil, mm. that it is way more common today than it was, say, 20 years ago or even 10 years ago for me to hear someone describe exactly what you described. I think that we live in a universe, in a world, in a consciousness that is completely and utterly connected. We have a mind that says it's not connected, that it's separate. When we go to sleep, the mind that goes to sleep is the very mind that is telling us we're not connected. And so we are available then in the dream state to our natural, intuitive self that recognizes the connection between all consciousness. And so in, in that connectedness, yeah, absolutely, you're going to be wildly intuitive, so much so that you might, in a way, visit the person that's on their way to you, only chronologically in time that person might not be around for another two days, but in the dream state where there is no time, time is irrelevant in the dream state, you can connect with that energy because it's on its way 
horizon. The Earth just has to spin a few times to get you to that moment. And I hear this story all the time from people, that they're having more precognitive dreams, more intuitive experiences, and more connectedness. And I think it's one of the exciting things about being alive at this time. Yes. I agree with you as well, and I, I am meeting people myself, and I'm not even in the dream world, but I hear people tell me about their dreams, and I notice people talk about dreams quite a bit. So what I'm fascinated by is how you bridge the gap between psychology and then the study of dreams. And So what are some of the things that you've done in order to facilitate working with people where you bridge these together and you've seen transformation take place? Uh, I'm feeling at the moment 
it's sort of a little inadequate to, to be able to come up with an example that would be titillating and fun for your audience, and I'm, I'm not sure that I can off the top of my head, but it works, and I would certainly encourage anybody who's listening to try this, and it's real simple. You, If, if you want to codify it in a way that feels practical, write it down. Get a piece of paper or a journal or something where before you go to bed, you say, dear higher self or dear Michael or dear sleepy time folk, <laughs> please send me a dream that will help illuminate the challenges I'm having around this situation. And then go to sleep and see what happens. You may just find that you have an interesting dream that speaks to it in some way. And then trust that you... Your soul is working well with you, that you don't have things to feel like you've actually gotten the value out of it. Yeah, and that's great. Now, I, I do want to add that if you don't get the answer the first night, you shouldn't give up because I've done this. And I did it when I had a I had an illness that I couldn't overcome for a long time. And it was weeks later, but I had a vision. And I took myself out into the forest, and I was in, like in Africa, and I saw this tree, and somebody told me I needed to get – uh, bee pollen and it was I was like bee pollen and so I went to the store the next day and I bought bee pollen and it actually started to help to work me to help me get better but it took me a few weeks to get that dream but I actually got the dream was so spot on that it was like literal we're really cool beautiful I, I, I thank God you had a good example <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. And I can tell you, you know, I have a, a, a weekly group. I work with people uh, uh, with cancer. And um, I know I heard a great example of this just the other day in that group and damned if I can remember. So thanks for having a very specific um, example. So let me reiterate for your listening audience that what you just described, I've heard hundreds and hundreds of times. Yeah. Of people reporting literal guidance, wisdom, and information. Think and Grow Rich is a wonderful example, by the way, to bring to the table because it is that principle, the principle of my mind is the creative force. If I direct and focus it on something that I want and desire, I'm doing my part. If I otherwise focus on what I'm worried about or what I'm struggling with, uh, you'll create more worry and struggle. And then to sort of piggyback on top of that general principle of how to live a more masterful life, using the dream world to solve problems is kind of a natural extension of what, what's available there. Our greater self is available in the dream state. Our unconscious mind that's way more in charge than our conscious mind is available in the dream world. Why not ask it to help you out? Because it's the place inside of your consciousness that has all the information, all the answers, and all the available tools to help you. That's exactly true, and I know that from experience, and I'm fascinated. Now, you had sent me a book, which is really incredible. Do you want to tell people about the dream book that you put together? Yeah, sure. Um, my, 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 my second book came out this past May, and it's a book, just a straight dream dictionary. There's probably 1,200 or so terms in it. And it is designed to be sort of your bedside companion, um, filled with as many dream images with sort of channeled universal meanings uh, that I sort of wrote and brought through. Um, it's called uh, Llewellyn's Complete Dictionary of Dreams, because Llewellyn is the publisher. 
Um, it's available everywhere books are sold. Uh, so Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and um, it's being nicely well received. That it is, it's it's a modern dream dictionary. So there are, you know, things like cell phone and texting and and, and you know aspects of our of our contemporary life are defined as dream terms. And, and again, I want to sort of reiterate that that while I wrote the terms and the and the and the uh, interpretations therein. It's not as if I made it up that I have this information and you don't. It's just that I can do it so quickly. The the information is based on, and I think if you pick up the book and look, you'll see that, that the thing informs what it means. You know, uh, a, a, a snake means change because snakes shed their skins, and the change has already taken place, and it transforms in a moment. The old skin falls off, the new skin's already ready, and so it makes sense that snakes represent a sense of change and transformation. Birds tend to, you know, mean messengers because we've used birds for messengers for millennia. And our vantage point, the capability of rising higher up to see further out because that's what happens to a hawk. He, the hawk gets to fly up a couple of, you know, hundred feet um, and see further than you can on the ground. So the hawk in the dream symbolizes your sort of intuitive capacity or your instinctive capacity to see far off into the future. And uh, so hopefully the book just contains enough uh, of the symbols that might appear in a dream that just about any dream that you'd have, you'd be able to draw together an interpretation based on stringing a, a story about the story. The story is the dream. It's told in symbols. Then you tell yourself the story about the story using the dream dictionary. What a plethora of information. I think the book is fantastic. And if you're listening right now, get yourself this book. Check out Dr. Michael Lennox. Get your pad and paper ready by your bed and start taking uh, conscious creation seriously and use your dreams. And if you need any uh, help with that, contact Dr. Lennox at dreaminterpretation.com. I want to thank you, um, Dr. Lennox. It was, it's been a pleasure. It's been a short 30 minutes, and we touched on a lot of things, but I know you have so much more to offer, and maybe we'll get you back in the near future. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's been a delight. All right. Have a good night. Take care, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh. All right.